I'm optimistic I'm, and I'm excited. And I think someone's going to figure out how to really push the medium forward. I think it's happening right now, right before our eyes. And, you know, excited that Squadcast can help play a part because that's, again, where our roots are is like we love creators and we love the podcasting medium and, and audio in general. Before we get started with today's episode, we want to tell you about Code Story from Noah Labhart. Code Story is a podcast talking to CEOs, CTOs, and tech visionaries about the roads they've traveled creating world-changing products. They surface the human stories around creating new technology, building teams, making trade-offs, and pushing forward on building a new idea. Host Noah Labhart has interviewed Elias Torres of Drift, Ryan Grisanio of Credit Karma, and me, Zach Moreno of Squadcast, along with so many more. This podcast is for tech leaders, CTOs, CEOs, developers, software architects, startup leaders, or disruptive visionaries, or just the curious-minded individual who wants to know what a builder goes through in creating world-changing technology. Listen to Code Story wherever you're listening to Between Two Mics. And a quick bonus, Noah is a member of our SquadPod community and has been recording on Squadcast for a while. We really appreciate it. Go check out his show. Now, let's get back to Between Two Mics. Welcome to Between Two Mics, the podcast that brings you remote recording resources from Squadcast.fm. I'm Rock Felder, co-founder and CFO of Squadcast. And I'm Zach Moreno, co-founder and CEO. On Between Two Mics, we bring you interviews with podcasters, experts in the field of remote recording. We discuss current events in podcasting, and so much more. Twice a month, you'll hear a Founders episode. That's just the two of us chatting about all things remote recording. Updates to Squadcast, what we're up to, and what we're listening to. The other two weeks of the month, we'll bring you interview episodes. Zach and I will sit down with experts in the podcast space to discuss their companies, their podcasts, their thoughts on podcasting, creating content, and more. The most exciting part? We're recording all of this on Squadcast, the best place to record remote audio and video interviews in studio quality. So let's get between two mics. What's up, Zach? Hey, Rock. Got another Founders episode here today. Some progress with a topic we recently touched on with Apple Podcasts, changing what seemed like a small thing from subscribe button labels to follow button labels was a previous Founders episode. So for full context, check that episode out. We'll link to it in the show notes. But there have been recent developments, recent news in the area. So just to give you a preview of today's conversation, we're going to be touching on Apple Podcasts as it's been evolving, looking in the rearview mirror, the news as it is now and how things are evolving with Apple Podcasts. And again, where we think it's going to go, given the new information. So do you want to start us off, Rock, with how we got here today? Yeah. So we're here to talk about Apple Podcasts and Apple and podcasting are, you know, we're, Apple's a big reason why podcasting is where it is today, even though that's becoming, it's becoming less so a part of the podcasting story over time as bigger players and just so much more activity and audio in general is happening. But it's pretty neat how they're adding a subscription function to Apple Podcasts to allow creators to, you know, charge different different rates, uh, similar to, to Patreon, but with without that extra platform to in include. And as my understanding, Apple does 
take their cut and but you're allowed to set the the subscription rate they reward consistency after some time i think that rate is decreased a little bit so little incentive there to be consistent which is something that we've preach all the time on this podcast. Do I have the the facts straight, Zach? I forget the event's name that uh, this was announced at. It was a pretty rad event put on by Apple. Quite the production. Spring Loaded was the name of the event. It was loaded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was on 420. So that has meaning to some people. And uh, it was a great event. You know, the production quality of these Apple remote events has just gone up and up and up. And I don't think that's a surprise now kind of thinking about it a little bit more because they have, of course, Apple TV Plus and Apple original content. And I'm sure there's, you know, some synergy inside their organization that helps them produce these amazing videos. But yeah, podcasting was represented in a pretty big way, like not the biggest thing for sure. It was not a event about podcasting. They also introduced a bunch of other new M1 devices like the iPad Pro with M1, these Find My tags that seem pretty cool. And a redesigned podcast app, which is something that I'm eager to see. I, 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 I'm not an iPhone user. You you are. And I don't think it's quite landed yet, is my understanding. Have, have you had a chance to check that out yet? Or am I jumping ahead a little bit? Honestly, I, I hadn't even thought to check. I, I've already kind of written that app off. Sorry, Apple. We'll circle back and try it out. But from what I saw in the screenshots, it looks really nice. Um, you know, there's a lot of people have a lot of opinions about the previously redesigned Apple podcast app turned a lot of people off. So maybe that's a reason why they're redesigning again. But uh, I love redesigns. That's always cool. And I think they have a, a really good reason to here because of the new subscription offering that they're providing to podcasters. So I believe that's an innovation. Are you aware of anybody else in podcasting who offered podcasters a way to have a subscription revenue model with uh, with their audience? Yeah, Patreon, Glow, that's just to name a few. Of course, Spotify is entering that space ah. as well. I think I think a lot of people are are going in that direction. So I uh, guess what I was thinking but, was like in the listening app itself. Yeah, you're right mm, with like private podcast feeds and, Him and things Himalaya like that. You're right. had the tipping concept, which uh Himalaya just mm, recently right. closed shop on their podcasting focus that was recently announced, I believe. So that's an interesting Side note, but that's not the topic we're here to talk about. But yeah, as far as listening to apps, I'm pretty sure they've tried it before. It's just no no one with this, the Apple platform. That's the magnitude, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. The amount of subscri mm -hmm. uh, subscriptions that they already have, or follows, I should say, that they already have. You know, it's a lot of people listen to a lot of podcasts there, but you're right. Spotify is growing and, you know, interesting to see how that'll play out. But up to this point, podcasters and, and Apple have had a fairly complex relationship, like you said, where... In a lot of ways, podcasting is here because of Apple, and I'm just excited to see a lot of momentum and a lot of progress here from uh, from Apple. So I think that's a huge infrastructure investment into podcasting to help facilitate these subscription payouts and you know a, a new app for analyzing the the podcast analytics and data that come from the listening app that, that Apple provides. So that's cool. We'll have some more insights as that opens up. But I think what we want to touch on today is mostly this subscription, right? This, this subscribe. So you touched on this a little bit, you know, the percentage, right? The platform fee that comes with this service that they are providing podcasters. It's a deep cut, 30%, I think, in that first year or whatever. I mean, that's, that's a pretty significant chunk. I get it. They're it Apple. Is. That's what they charge their app store, if I remember correctly. So this is- I think it's higher. 
that they've had set. Ooh, really? Let me let me research this real quick. This is yeah. a good question. I know they charge uh, like a hundred dollars a year to even have. A oh yes, thing. there's there's that. So there's like there's like a fee to even have it, and then it said get in the door. Um, so. Right, exactly. So November 2020 from CNBC, Apple said it will cut App Store fees by half to 15% for software developers with less than 1 million in annual net oh, sales yeah, that's on recent. its platform. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So double. <laughs> they're, uh, they're taking 30% cut of subscriptions from your audience. So of course, the remainder is the content creators. And that's a new revenue stream for a lot of people, a new piece on the board. And we've talked a lot about how there's parallels between a startup and a podcast. And, you know, bootstrapping a startup is a lot like being an independent podcaster. Uh, so respect to all the independent podcasters out there. And we're really curious to see how this will come to life. And a lot of it's a, it's a common business model for startups to have a subscription, a business model, a, a software as a service or SaaS. And, you know, Squadcast has a SaaS model. So we're familiar with this. I think that podcasters having a similar reoccurring revenue stream has to be good for the longevity, for the professionalization of podcasters. I mean, I'm sure that it's not all good, right? That's not what I'm saying. But it uh, seems like positive for the anybody who wants to take their podcast from independent to professional. Uh, reoccurring revenue is a great way to do that. But what are, what are your thoughts on that part of this? Yeah, I, I shouldn't have started off the, the conversation talking about the fee because I think that comes, it's like a pessimistic take on it. I, I am much more optimistic. I think that it's exciting. I think the theme is, is that audio in general, like any piece of the audio pie, there's a lot of excitement around it, whether it's Clubhouse, whether it's, you know, Facebook entering the space now, whether it's uh, Twitter doing some type, I mean, all the tech companies doing some type of offering, but like to see Apple, the one that the quiet giant for podcasting, you know, do something that could really help creators. Like, I think it, I think there's a lot to be excited about and, and I'm more optimistic than ever that like, someone's going to figure out how to get podcasters paid from their art a lot more significantly than what we've seen today. And it won't necessarily have to all be ads. I think that's what's also exciting is that you can do subscription, you can do ads, you can do one, you can do the other. And of course, you don't have to do either. It's your show. So I think that's why, you know, we'll see where we land in five, 10 years. But I think like between all the movement and activity that we're seeing, and I thought 2020 was an amazing year for, for podcasting and audio and content creation. But this year, it's just like accelerated beyond what it was already doing last year. So it's it's pretty, I'm, opti I'm optimistic I'm, and I'm excited. And I think someone's going to figure out how to really push the medium forward. I think it's happening right now, right before our eyes and, you know, excited that Squadcast can help play a part because that's, again, where our roots are is like, we love creators and we love the podcasting medium and, and audio in general. Like it doesn't just stop with podcasting for us. We love audiobooks. We love all sorts of, I mean, music, like that's what a, a lot of our team members backgrounds are in. Uh, Harry Duran, our founding advisor, that's his background too. So it's just audio's in our DNA. And so I think it's a good time to be in audio. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back soon with more from Between Two Mics. Hey, Squadcasters, thanks for tuning in to Between Two Mics. While we've got you here, we want to tell you a little bit about our YouTube channel. 
Since we released our video feature in January, allowing podcasters to record both their audio and video on Squadcast, we've been working hard to walk the walk ourselves. So what does that actually mean for listeners of this podcast? Well, Zach, it means that in addition to listening to this podcast, Between Two Mics enthusiasts can also watch snippets of our show. It's true. We're working with our friends, Tristan and Justin at motionagency.io to bring you highly produced, colorful, and exciting video elements to further illustrate the points that we make with our guests on this show. The first video we produced features Between Two Mics guest, Ona Agogo. In her interview, Ona walks us through what it means to truly invest in diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts in the podcast space. We encourage you to check out our YouTube channel and to see how we're experimenting with video and how you might be able to experiment with video too. So just head over to youtube.com and search squadcast.fm in the search bar and we'll be right there. And please don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Thank you. Now let's get back to the show. Very exciting to see non-advertising revenue streams opening up for podcasting. Not knocking advertisement, but like you said, it's just, uh, it, it's complimentary. It's additive. I'm really excited to see the podcasters who who really take this and run with it and crush it. We're going to see some really interesting Someone things. Will. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, we're going to see some some really interesting content be made that, you know, helps people blow up and reach their audience and find a way to make that valuable. Of course, quality is a big part of that. And that's where Squadcast comes in. So if you're thinking about selling your podcast and having a subscription for that, uh, highly encourage you to focus on quality. That's your that's your listeners experience. And uh, and that's where we can we can help with that. So really awesome to see how people are already talking about this on social media and trying to figure out ways to play to the strengths here. How much of their episodes will be free? Do they split their podcast into two feeds and have one subscription and you know one that's kind of top of the funnel that's free? There's not a lot of strategy right now to this because it just happened. So really excited to see people like saw a really interesting conversation between Brian Barletta and James Cridlin from Pod News and Sounds Profitable talking about this exact thing, like is two feeds, is it? Because that's kind of how Patreon people would do it, right? They would have their regular podcast feed that is essentially top of the funnel. And then for exclusive content, check out my Patreon and that'll get you access to a private RSS feed or Glow will get you access to a private RSS feed. So I I, I think there might be a similar approach here, but um, they still seemed a little unsure and these are experts. So We'll, uh, we'll see as some experiments are done and, and people start figuring out how to make money here. Is Apple the one that figures this out for podcasters, Zach? Little speculative play here. Uh, just because, again, we've seen this happen before, not trying to take away from what Patreon's done, but we have seen tipping yeah. uh, from other listening platforms and obviously they yeah. aren't Apple. So, uh, I mean, it's kind of Apple style where this isn't an innovation that they came up with, but they kind of do their twist on it. And because they have the platform momentum and so many people just using it by default because it comes pre-installed on their new iPhone and that's powerful, right? That's the the, the platform benefits that they enjoy across the app store, across a, a lot of different creative ways. And that's something that how this strikes me is like, if you were comparing this like with the iPhone, is the iPhone super original or were Samsung phones from two years ago already kind of at that state of the art? Like, does anybody really care? Because everybody still gets the iPhone, right? Mm. You know, not knocking Samsung, they make great phones. So 
that's kind of what this strikes me as is is their embracing of a of kind of another idea that's outside of Apple bringing that in to play you know and it, it is kind of similar again to I mentioned in that last episode where we first talked about the the follow versus subscribe button I, I mentioned that parallel between the App Store and developers between you know Apple podcasts and podcasters this strikes me as another, you know, very similar thing here that uh, they they help App Store developers get paid for their app and have a platform to discover and install those. And to pause there for a second, they actually provide much more of a service when it comes to the App Store. So when they charge developers that 15% or 30% fee, they host those executables, those binaries on their servers. They provide downloads of those and, you know, version updates and analytics and APIs and all these like tech words. With podcasts, they're not providing much of a service beyond discoverability. They're not hosting the files, right? They're not the ones actually paying for those, the bandwidth to download those. That's still very much on the podcaster to to have. So I wonder if that's a next step here. This is any kind of indicator that maybe Apple could make a move and there's probably a lot of people who are frightened by what I'm about to say, but like that podcast hosting might not be a thing anymore, you know, and we've talked about that with no more RSS you're talking about Spotify. Well, RSS could still be there, but just like having to pay for a separate hosting service and then Mm -hmm. submitting that to Apple or Spotify or whatever, right? They could just add an ability to upload an episode there and store those MP3 files. MP3 files are a lot smaller and easier to download than an app. Just right like measurably. Mm-hmm. So I, I wonder if that's any kind of indicator to to start to get to our, our speculation a little bit here. Well, what kind of pressure do you think this puts on a platform like Spotify or maybe even Patreon? Do they get in a bidding war with price? Do they try to be more creator friendly? What's going to happen from in the in the competitive sense? That's uh, something that, I, that I'm pretty interested in. And I hope creators win. That's why I'm asking. this. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I, I do, too. I'm not familiar with Patreon and what their platform fee is. Like, let me It's a little that. lower from what I've researched. So podcasters will have the choice here. They could still have their free show on Apple Podcasts and then still choose both, to go with Patreon. You could do yeah. both. You could do either. That's where I think the, the A-B testing will be fascinating to see here. Uh, uh, people could wire that up and try it out. There was another part of your question. Oh, Spotify. But I right? wonder um, I wonder if they start sending their audience, like, go listen to me on Spotify, like, or subscribe to me on Spotify. Don't go to, you know, I, is there something that, that, does it really get competitive here, fighting for creators? It might. It very well could. And think about this, you know, relative to the experience on Spotify. Like, we both have a subscription on Spotify. That money goes to music artists to a degree, but it does not go to podcasters. So now Apple seems a lot more friendly to the people creating those podcast content, uh, podcast episodes. Apple seems a lot more friendly to podcasters given this new development. So I'm curious if, uh, you know, what Spotify is planning here as far well, as they're, giving... They're going to do a subscription thing. They're, they're doing ways for people to get paid. I'm just curious, like... Yeah. How how does the competition kind of start to form? Where, where where how do creators start reacting and behaving to this? Do they start instead of just saying, "Hey, go listen to my podcast wherever podcasts are available." Do they start saying things like, "No, please listen to me on Apple. That's where I want my audience." I to get go a better to. rate. Yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, I have a better relationship. This is more friendly to content creators. Yeah, th- I do think that could happen. 
that very well could happen. Um, the creator wars. Yes, seriously. <laughs> you know, like um, the stream wars, but actually for a better cause. Exactly. And I do think that, you know, it's a creator's market here. These platforms need people to create podcasts for this to work. So I think that's good for podcasting overall. That should be good for podcasters. I'm curious, though. Yeah. What becomes the competitive element here? Is it the platform fee? Analytics? Like, what? what is it? I'm, I'm curious. Like, I don't, I don't know that we have the answer to that yet. I would guess it's this platform fee, but then Apple is no stranger to having the highest price, right? So I think that <laughs> that's point. much more their style. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I honestly am totally riffing on that idea with you right now, just thinking about like the ripple effects of something like this. Like they're all kind of mobilizing and trying to do different things to be more creator focused. Uh, even Facebook is saying stuff like that. Yeah. Helping out with discovery. Um, so, well, and you know, Gimlet Media had a traditional fundraising setup, and it, it strikes me as like if you were Gimlet and they're pitching these venture capitalists and they're going to say, How are you going to make money? That's a hard question to answer. It's got it just got easier, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to make money through a SaaS or a pass podcasting as a service. We're going to, we're going to have, a, uh, we're going to have a subscription business model, like similar to software, but for content, you know, and that's facilitated through the Apple podcasts and Spotify platforms. Like that's a much more compelling pitch. I think it, it would turn into. So the flip side that I have heard of this argument, or at least one of them that I think is valid, uh, and interesting and, and makes sense to me. Curious what you uh, think about it. So I think I saw a discussion between Jack Rysider from Darknet Diaries, and I forget who else, but he was basically saying like, look, if I put my podcast behind a subscription, that's going to limit the access to ears that I want to, to access. So for him, that's not meaningful. That's actually uh, a bad move in his mind for his show. And you know what? I'm sure he's right, but he's also probably covered in other ways. I don't know how, yeah, he can, but, uh, I think advertising is probably not a problem for a show that size. Right. So be, he may yeah. be like, that's it's been, got, a, it's that's been a minute since I listened to his uh, show. Top notch show, obviously big, so, yeah, big audience. A lot um, of people love it. I do think that that is a valid reason why this is meh for some people or, mm-hmm. you know, not significant, but I think the theme is what I'm optimistic about of companies and people just trying to really embrace audio. So I'm just, like I said, it's a great time to be in audio. It is. Yeah. I'm curious the experiments people are going to run, how that will play out with, do you just have two feeds and it's the exact same content and one's subscribed and one's pay, you know, free, or is it like, yeah, I'm just curious to see how people will use these different abilities. And, you know, there, there are podcast hosting companies who will give you kind of unlimited different feeds. So it's not like it's going to be more expensive to do that experiment or not. Mm -hmm. And also curious how Apple will evolve this. Like what's that 30% going to really, you know, uh, they're the most valuable company in the world and, um, ever. Yeah. And, and their, their numbers are measured with a T right. Not a, not a B. So I'm really curious about that. Where's that going? And, you know, if that were going to, let's say cover hosting, or some sort of like service that that would be fascinating to see. And that would actually be much more like in some ways, like YouTube for podcasts is something people have talked about for a long time. And this isn't that because 
YouTubers don't get a subscription model. Or I take that back. They do have that now. They do have that. For a long time, it was just ads. It was just, uh, you know, monetize this video. But now they do have subscriptions. They have tips. They have a couple of these different things. So good for Apple. This is a pretty forward-leaning thing. And I think, you know, creators have a new monetization channel. So that has got to help people go pro and uh, do the, the art that they love. Yeah. And rest assured, dear listener, the good news is, is that we'll be covering it and any developments here on this show. That's what this show is all about. So we'll keep uh, the updates coming on all things podcasting, creator, remote, Apple, Spotify, Squadcast. (laughs) Anything else you want to speculate on or look forward in the future here? I got my speculation in for today. All right, cool. So just to recap, we touched on Apple Podcasts and how it started, how it evolved. Um, Check out our our recent episode on a similar topic uh, with the shift from subscribe to follow. And now we have subscribe again, but that actually has a meaning because they have subscriptions for audience and speculated on where that could go for content creators and podcasters. So thanks again for listening to another great episode of Between Two Mics. Have a good day. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Between Two Mics. We hope you enjoyed our conversation. If you learned something or we intrigued you a bit, let us know on social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn by searching for Squadcast FM. And if you want to show the podcast some love, you can leave us a rating or review wherever it is you're listening right now. This show is put together by us, Zach and Rock. It's mixed and produced by Vince Moreno with help from Ariel Nissenblatt. Our logo is designed by Alex Wedby. Since we're a podcast about podcasts, we want to shout out the brands and products that we trust. We're recording using Squadcast.fm, and here's our current stack. For recording, we're using ATR 2100 mics, Apple AirPods Max headphones, and Focusrite Scarlett 2i2 audio interfaces. We edit the show on Adobe Audition, and our hosting site is Simplecast. That's it for us this week. We're back next week with more from Between These Mics.